Welcome to the RYM Student Podcast, helping you fit God's truth into your life. Reflecting on biblical truth is vital for the life of the believer. We hope this podcast will encourage you in your walk with Jesus. The following was recorded at one of Reformed Youth Ministries conferences. The audio might not be clear, but the message is. We hope you enjoy it. Ancient Christians believed three things about the Bible, and I want you to think about those things. They believed that knowing God and knowing the Bible are the same thing. They believed that the Bible was the only way to make sense of the world around them. And they believed that the Bible was intended to bathe you in the love of God. First, David writing Psalm 119 and other authors of all the Old Testament books, they believed that the Bible was how God spoke to them and how they related to God. Now, where do I see that? He says things like, I seek you with all my heart. Do not let me stray from your commands. I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. But he also says some strange things later, especially in verses 73 through 80. He says, Your hands made me and formed me. Give me understanding to learn your commands. The 74 is really interesting. May those who fear you rejoice when they see me. So may other Christians look at me, David, and be encouraged, for I have put my hope in your word. You know, not I have defeated my enemies, not I'm a great worshiper, not I'm Tim Tebow, right? They will look at me and be encouraged because I've put my hope in your word. And then in verse 75, I know, Lord, that your laws are righteous and that in faithfulness you have afflicted me. May your unfailing love be my comfort according to your promise. What I want you to see in Psalm 119 is that knowing God and follow me and experiencing God, knowing Him and experiencing Him are always tied together with the Bible. They're always tied together with His Word. You can't know and experience God without knowing and experiencing the Bible. They cannot be separated. The Bible is claiming that you connect to God through it. So I recently joined F3, Stands for Fitness, Faith, and Fellowship, started by some people in Charlotte, by some men in Charlotte. And... um, our workouts happen at 5.30 in the morning. It's 5.30, And if you want to know what it's like, it's what, again, it's what your mad JV basketball coach does to you after a poor, a bad performance. Been there, like, they're just angry because you embarrass them. So they run you. That's what we do. And the interesting thing about any of these workout groups is they form their own culture, and they do that with language. So if you think about your school, public, private, or home, However, wherever you're educated, you form a culture and you create language that outsiders can't understand. So, for instance, the first day I went to work out, I think I'm a normal human being. I'm 52. I've had a pretty good work experience. I know things. And it sounds like they're speaking a foreign language. I don't understand anything they're saying. First of all, everybody's got a weird name like Crawdad or Proton or Lily Dipper or... So they're, hey, Lily Dipper, hey, Proton, da-da-da-da. You ready? Let's 
Let's meet at the AO and do the Q. What's an AO? What's a Q? I don't have any idea what these things are. So I just sort of stand there. I'm back in seventh grade, like the first day in high school. I re- in my school, you went to the big school, like the big building in seventh grade, so that was the nightmare when you had to step in. And there were these giant seniors. Um, so I'm standing there, and I can't understand. They're like, okay, we're going to... Let's start the Q. The Q means workout, by the way. I don't know why. That's just what they, because they're cultic. So we start the Q, and we're going to do side straddle hops. Well, that's just a jumping jack. And then we're going to do uh, Merkins. Well, that's just a push-up. So for like six days, I didn't do it every day. I did it every other day. For six days, I just would do this. And they start doing something I would do, and I'd nod and act like it. And soon, unfortunately, I've, I've realized I'm a cult member. I understand what we're talking about. I can talk back to them. We call it mumble chatter. That's just like men talking junk to one another, right? We have mumble chatter. And so it took me a while to understand this world. It's called F3. And that's the way Christianity is in the Bible. Like You won't understand what it means to be a Christian unless you understand the Bible. Like, you can observe a church, right? Or you can observe another Christian, but you won't understand Christianity. You won't know God by knowing a local church. I'm not, look, don't, don't mishear me on this. My point is not like, don't. Mr. Stone said, we don't have to go to church. I'm recording this. I did not say that. So when your parents write me, I have witnesses and a recording. My point being, you couldn't stand outside of my workout group and watch us and say, I'm working out. You've got to join in to the workout. And the way that you join in to Christianity is through the Bible. Now, it is more than that. It is becoming part of a community that understands the Scriptures. It is having friends also who are Christians. But primarily, the way the church and the kingdom run, they run at the command of the Scriptures, right? They run at the command of the Bible. You won't know Christianity, you won't know God unless you begin to know the Bible. They are inseparable. The Bible is either true or Christianity is a hoax. Even the Apostle Paul says that in writing in the New Testament. He says, if Christ is not raised from the dead, we're wasting our time. There's this sort of myth in the West that Christianity is good for people. None of the writers of the New Testament believe that. They did believe it was good for people. But it's not a self-help book. (laughs) It is the infinite, eternal, and unchangeable God speaking to you directly. So, you can't know God unless you know the Bible. That, in some ways, I'm going to try to... Hear me. The rest of the week, I really want to prove this point to you in different ways. Like, I'm really going to keep beating this point, not beating you up, I hope. But I want to prove over and over that the Bible is how God speaks to us. For more information on RYM Student Conferences, visit rym.org forward slash conferences.